Another classic. <laughs> Actually, this is the number one classic. This, exactly. Hey. This type of shit that you played like when um a girl called your phone and you know we used to make those little voicemails, uh messages or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's your boy Lever. I'm not really here right now. But if it's important you wanna get back to me, leave a message and I'll get back to you. I'm out. <laughs> hey Lever, this your girl. Just kinda wanna see what you up to. Oh, call me back when you get this. But if it's a dick appointment, don't leave a message. Just keep calling, and I'll get back to you. Nah, nah. But this 1995, she got to pay you. She got to. Oh, pay. you're right. You're right. You're right. You should know that. You know what? You're my angel. Nothing's gonna make you fall from heaven. Girl, I just wanna love you, love. What people say they don't know about about you and me. Put it out your mind, cause it's jealousy. They don't know about this shit. Don't listen to what people say. They don't know about about you and me. Put it out your mind, cause it's jealousy They don't know about this here You look so real, I'd be a fool to play Play around with you I want to stay with you by now that it's gonna take a lot of trust from you for us to make it girl you should know that you know what girl you're my angel nothing's gonna make you fall from heaven girl i just want to love you love. hey just let me ride out Woo. Hey, oh, do. Oh. they don't know about this here. Hey, don't listen to what people say. They don't know about about you and me. Put it out your mind. Now, a lot of people need to listen to this. A lot of people need to listen to this. Don't listen to. Man, this was a hit, boy. When it came out I was five years old To know what the fuck I was singing yeah. <laughs> You know you're a kid You used to be singing songs And you know what it really means You know what I'm saying You get older You're like damn <laughs> I was singing that When I was a kid Oh man Hey Cause it's Chelsea They don't know About this shit Don't listen to Right. You're my angel, yeah. I haven't heard this song in so so long, bro. Right. Woo. Just driving around with the baddie on the passenger side, your hand on the thigh. All is right in the world. They don't do songs like this no more. Hell no. <laughs> Not this subtle. It's more like uh, beat him up, beat him up. Beat that pussy up. They don't know. They don't know. Let's get into it. Hey, shout out the motherfucking legend, John David Buck and his beautiful wife. His beautiful black wife. Of course, this man is married to a John black fucking B. Hey, John B. John B, boy. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Real Creators Collab. Episode 17? 17. Episode 17. This is your boy, Marcus, a.k.a. the Dogecoin Daddy, a.k.a. the Crypt... What is it? What? The Bitcoin Big Papa. Bitcoin Big Papa. <laughs> 
What's up, y'all? It's your boy Levert, aka Leverticus, aka Sweet Dick Willie. And we're back in the lab. Another week back in the lab, but man, how you feeling? How was your week? Talk to me. Let it out. I'm here. You know, this is uh, what we consider uh, our pod therapy on our podcast. Boy, it's been a long week for me. <laughs> Bro, we halfway through the year, and it feels like it sometimes. Like, man, this was like one of the longest weeks of my life. Uh, had a couple family members catch COVID. They, they tested negative, so they're good now. Mm-hmm. But, man, like, this shit is just like a never-ending cycle. Like, we never going to be over this shit. Uh, so they haven't had the vaccine or nothing, right? Uh, they, the thing about it, they got the first shot, caught the caught COVID in between mm. the first shot and the second shot. Damn, so how, how did they react to it? Like The thing about it, no symptoms. Both of them symptoms. So how did they know they had COVID then? Because somebody that they knew told them that they had it, so they knew they were exposed. So mm. they went and got tested. But they showed no symptoms. No symptoms. That is very interesting. Uh, I mean, I'm not fortunate. I mean, because they're both older, so it could have been way, way, way worse. Damn well, but nah, just just thank God for family and health. Yeah, most definitely, it's a blessing to still be here, man. To be able to still live and function, man, because a lot of people didn't make it. Hell yeah, I mean, some people tell like the situation in India, but that shit is crazy. Like they yeah, they, tell, they tell me about like a friend of mine got family back there. They said they had a like, twenty three year old cousin that was completely healthy, died of COVID. Wow. Like, so India going through, like, a, what, a third, fourth, fifth, I don't know, whatever wave of this shit. So, I know we have the vaccine here. Do um, India has the vaccine over there or what? I, I think so, but I feel, I feel like America and the other big countries in the world bought up most of the vaccine supply. Can they, like, fuck everybody else? Yeah. You, I mean, Let us go first. You you know how when it comes, like, in medicine and shit, money speaks. And the countries with the most money buy up all the most, buy the most of the vaccines, even though they don't need them all. Like, they, they can vaccinate the whole population. But kind of... Isn't it kind of fucked up that we have all the vaccine here, but a lot of people don't want to take the vaccine? <laughs> Which, I mean, is your choice. <laughs> that, that very true. Just the You might as well send some of the vaccine to the other countries then. And that's the point. Like, we have more than enough vaccine to vaccinate our population and then have, then have some left over for, like, poor countries. Well, we want to hoard all the vaccines for, like, what, a Boy. fucking rainy day? Boy. And what? we won't even take the fucking vaccine. What is really going on? Bro, this world's a motherfucker up. I, I think that's that's the beautiful thing about being in America. Um, I think I think it's a double edged sword of us having the choice um, to take the vaccine or not, um, depending on your beliefs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, freedom of choice. But with me, bro, like I just wanted to. The reason I took the vaccine, I'm done with. It. I had both shots. It's because I wanted to just let's clap it up, clap it up, clap it up for my boy. Congratulations, he back in these streets. Not yet. Nah, oh, the street, the streets calling. Now, look at this entire week. This entire week has been gloomy and dreary. Oh, when yeah. it had rains and uh, the other day, like, there was like a tornado watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was oh, Monday. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, Monday was like my deadline of, like, oh, you're fully vaccinated after having the vaccine for like two weeks. You're fully vaccinated. So I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to get out. Like, just maybe go have a couple of drinks or something. Just be out yep. in, in the streets in the world. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been staying in my bubble. And like we do the pot together, we always try to stay safe. And I always follow my protocols of um, staying clean and dealing with hand sanitizer and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm very mindful of, of wearing my f- um, face mask and stuff like that. Yes, sir. But I was like, after the vaccine, I feel more Invin- safe. I wouldn't say invincible, but I would say more safe. I, I think they said it's like the uh, you got like a 95 percent chance of not getting it. Yeah. So I'd rather have that percentage of not getting it than nothing at all. Yeah. Like a barrier or a shield. And I really just, I really, I don't think we will ever get back to our old normal, but I just wanted to get back to a new normal of just being, feeling like I'm safer out in the world. Definitely. With a vaccine. So that's the, that's one of the reasons I got it. Um, I think both my parents, they got the vaccine. My mom, she's a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad getting ready to retire. And by them being together, I mean, of course, he's going to get the vaccine. <laughs> my grandma, she's got the vaccine. Um, I think my sister's got it. But my other two brothers and my other sister, they're just holding off on getting the vaccine. But it's our choice. And I'm like, bro, like, I just wanted to get it over with. Yeah, no, nah, I completely understand. Like, everybody in my circle has has both shots. I'm the one that's kind of lagging behind. But I got my shit in, what, three, four days? So it's a countdown to the nigga back out. Three, four days. So by the time the next pod commence, you're oh, going to be. Your boy going to be in, like, Superman. In the second round. 
Superman. Well, you know, you still got to stay safe even because it takes two, two weeks. Yeah, two, to uh, yeah I got to do take two. a whole so you can go through the whole process. of. So with me, I, I was sore for like four days straight and my energy was kind of low. Ugh. So I just rested. OK, that's smart. Very smart. Yeah, I wasn't trying to do anything uh, strenuous. I was just trying to stay in my pocket. You got you got the Moderna or the Pfizer or the Johnson Johnson one? I got the Pfizer. OK, OK. I think that's what most people are getting in, in Georgia. Um, from what I've I've been hearing, um, but yeah, I got the Pfizer. I was down for a couple of days, well, four days, and just soreness, just like from a regular flu shot. You going from the um, the side of the shot that's usually like soreness that you have to, like a regular flu shot. So I'm used to that. Yeah, uh, I used to didn't get vaccines. But my mom's like she definitely uh, recommended it because she's a nurse and she with them they get vaccines all the time. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Nurses, they got to get TB shots, all that stuff, all the time. Salute to the nurses, the doctors, the people on the front lines. And now that I think about it, this is actually Nurses Week. So shout out to the nurses. Oh, it's Nurses Week. It's Nurses Week. Listen, shout out to all the nurses, the doctors, but especially the nurses, because I know y'all really grinding out there. But the nurses catch hell in that motherfucking hospital. Y'all are putting your life out on the line. Like I salute y'all. I love y'all. I care about y'all. I got I got some friends that are nurses. Beautiful women, beautiful inside and out. So shout out to y'all. Salute to y'all. I love y'all. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. All of your families are doing well and stuff like that. It's Nurses Week, so salute to the nurses. We can't thank y'all enough. Yeah, th- uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Nah, but no. Other than that, my week's been my week's been pretty. I, I mean, I can't complain. Yeah. I think with me, um, I was at down week for me because I just got like a whole bunch of shit going on in my head, bro, in regards to how to progress within life, how to level up in life, and how to reach my potential in life. Ooh, does that? Whew, I mean, that sounds like a lot. Does that? Does that cause you like anxiety to think so much and over? Like you can overthink it and underthink it and I second mean, guess yourself and doubt yourself. Normally, with me, I'm always overthinking things. I have ebbs and flows of overthinking things and then not giving a shit about shit. But there are certain places I want to be in life, so it's more of an importance to me because I'm only I'm I'm 33, and I'll actually turn 34 next month in, in hey, June. Hey, hey, hey. I'm a Gemini. And so uh, it's just trying to trying to move a certain way, man. And, and like I, I want different things out of life that I didn't want in the past. Well, I didn't hold to a high regard because of my age and I was just living my life. Mm-hmm. But now it's like not saying I'm looking to settle down or whatever, but just getting my passion and my groove, my lane of things, man. Like it's a process of different different opportunities presenting itself. But now it's like weeding out what opportunities I want to take in. And what I, where I want to move forward within life, as in jobs and careers and opportunities. I understand. So I'll try out different shit, and I'm like, I get to the point, I'm like, it's not something I'm really feeling, or it could be handed to me a certain way, and I'm like, it's not really the lane I want to go into. I'm not having fun with it, because I think in this next part of my life, I want to progress, but I want to have fun with it, because if 2020 didn't taught you anything, it's about, like, we can be here today and going tomorrow. I got you. So they had like an article and they were saying like uh, with millennials, a lot of millennials are like quitting their jobs and stuff like that because dealing with COVID and stuff, they saw how expendable they are. I, so they like, right. they would rather do something they, they enjoy. Yep. I mean, even before that, like I, I, millennials, we got like a different mindset than um, the previous generation. Like the previous generation, they'll get a job, they'll work their job for 30, 40, 50 years, they're going to retire. A millennial, nigga, we like. Two, three years, we ain't progressing. We don't see this shit leading our future. It's a dead end. It's or over. It's over. It's a wrap. I'm on. I'm gone. Like, and I think that's a good mentality to have. Like these these jobs don't owe us. These jobs don't give a fuck about us. Well, like, you you start to see that when I, shit transpired. Exactly. Like COVID happened. Motherfuckers get laid off the next second. Like you put in your two weeks, but these motherfuckers can fire you the next can fire you the next day and we, had a job posted that afternoon. We are doing a COVID. Re- uh, reduction <laughs> Labor reduction force in this bitch Exactly Just cogs in a motherfucking machine So why not Fuck that job Go do what you enjoy If you don't see If you don't see a future In what you're doing Go do something Go move on to somewhere else You think you see Where you can see yourself in the future Yeah man Cause I would have hated If I lived my Life My entire life up to this point And I was doing some shit I didn't like And then I catch COVID And then I'm out <sighs> A lot of people didn't make it, bro, and that was like the end of their story. And I'm like, I don't want to be like that, bro. That 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 sickens me and hurts me to my. That hurts me that people like that happened to people. Like they gave their life to some shit that didn't give a fuck about them and died from COVID. Yeah, because I mean, as as human beings, like 
you know what I'm saying, dealing with society and stuff like that, we got to, if you have families or whatever, you you always got to provide for your family and stuff like that and take care of things. I understand. So you got to do what you got to do. But the difference is with me is I don't have any kids. I don't have, like, the only responsibility I have is myself. And by <laughs> me having that, that's a blessing within itself because, like, with me, I'm the, the only son or only kid that don't have kids. I love my nieces and nephews. Um, but they go back to their exactly. moms and dads. That's the best thing about kids. They, I don't got kids. I love everybody else's kids because they go back to their place. Yeah. They go back to their parents. So I'm able to flow a certain way um, where I don't have that much responsibility on me other than, like, day-to-day living life, <laughs> pay my bills and stuff like that, which I'm able to do. Hey, you got a roof over your head. But then it's like, bro, I just... I want something more, man. I crave something more. All right, all right so let, you talked about having more fun. Your birthday in what? Three weeks? Four weeks? So pick a pick a spot. Pick a spot. We going to Miami or we going to Vegas? Which one? <laughs> pick one, A or B. I think I would. I'm more suited for Miami. You want to go to Miami? We, I Miami June the week of June. What June seventh? We out there. I, I I think I need to travel to Miami because you know everybody I've come in contact with. They've tell me like whenever they meet me, they like, bro, your vibe is so. Usually it's Cali. They like you. You got like this West Coast vibe. You that look, Cali swag. It's something different about you. And I've been told, even my my sister, um, she played um, college basketball, University of Florida, and she played. Oh, bet, um, for real? Yeah, Damn. she was played uh, Boston College. My sister was a like one of the num- number one picks. Like, damn, right? Killing it. Damn. Yeah, like she's a great at. Uh, Fed County High School. She got her names in the rafter and everything. All right, salute. So um, she traveled down there, and my parents went down there for a college visit with her. They came back, and they was like, Junior. Because my, my, my family called me Junior. They'll call me LaVert because me and my dad have the same name. It's either Junior, Junior or, uh, or um, Junebug because my birthday is in June. They don't call you Big Dick Willie? <laughs> no, <Nah>, nigga. <laughs> no, nah, nigga. My sister, my sister made joke at, at, at time. My sister Brooke, she was like, "Oh, he's sweet, Dick Willie," because she listened to the podcast, or whatever. <laughs> Shout out to my sister. And um, but the thing is, it's like um, they said when they came back, it was like Junior, you would definitely love Miami. And I guess my dad was saying it because of the type of women and stuff that was down there. You know what I'm saying? I like all kinds of women, bro. Like. Whenever people ask me what type of woman I like, I like beautiful, but I usually say I like Neapolitan. Cause I like van- Hold on, what's, what's Neapolitan? Neapolitan is like this. Uh, I like vanilla. Uh, okay, it's like the mixture. I like strawberry. Okay. I like I like women, Asian, white, black, Hispanic. I just love women, no matter how fucking crazy y'all get. Hey man, pussy ain't got no face. <laughs> it depends though Sometimes it talks to you <laughs> Yeah that, that, I don't know if I want to talk back to that Shit I'll be speaking in tongues <laughs> hey, hey So we're going to Miami Going to Miami So bro we need to get away And it's like um, They was like They was definitely like Yeah you would definitely Vibe out down there And um, Even with Cali They were like bro You need to go to Cali Like you would definitely Vibe out in Cali, they was like Georgia is not really your vibe. Like, and I'm like, I'm, I never been, I never been. I only took like a couple uh, flights on a plane. Like my first plane trip, that like first flight was at like age 25. Oh damn, bro! Oh, shit, I, you you ain't really lived. Nah, you, and, and well, not lived. You ain't seen the world the way you want to see it. Um, uh, yeah, I would definitely say that. And it's more of, bro, like. I've always had this thing is I just I want to live I just don't want to just exist and I think a lot of people are like that no I understand I understand completely where it's like life is passing some people by some people life life passes some people by some people just kind of on a ride yeah um it's so many things I want to do but then it's like do I focus in I probably need to focus on one thing and not pretty much spread myself so thin Cause by you taking on a lot, it's like you can uh, be a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Definitely heard that before. So yeah, bro. I'm. I would say. Uh, let me be honest, man. Me as a man, and you feel like you want to be a certain in a certain place at life, and it's like you started from ground zero. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole process. And the only reason I think it's a process is because I know within myself there's a certain level of greatness 
Because oftentimes people are like, mm. I'm going to just, uh, just be free flowing. I'm just going with the flow. I got so much shit I want to do. Yeah. Whether it's music, whether it's um, film, whether it's doing this podcast. And it's like, I'm like, where do I go? And I'm, I'm thinking about getting a mentor or something like that, like somebody who can. And I think that I think that's definitely beneficial, like having somebody in your life that um not, I guess, to a certain extent has gone through the things that you've gone through that can lend you guidance and understanding and kind of help mold you or guide you down the path that you want to go. I mean, but I, I mean, I definitely agree with you. Like, follow your dreams. I mean, like the women will come like, nope, I don't say what it. Nobody's ever gone broke chasing their dreams, but people have a lot of um, men have gone broke chasing, chasing women. women. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was on um, that movie uh, with Chris Rock. It's called uh, I Think I Love My Wife. Ah, okay. I was about to say Pootie Tang. No, nah, it wasn't Pootie Tang. <laughs> it was like one of the most significant scenes I saw within uh, I Think I Love My Wife. It was with Chris Rock, and he was talking to the older gentleman, which um, the older gentleman, I forgot his name, but he's the dad of Richie Rich. It's an old classic movie with uh, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> he's Richie Rich's dad. And he told Chris Rock, he's like, listen, bro. Because at the time, um, Chris Rock, he was, I think he's in a corporate lane. And um, he would always um, have uh, Carrie Washington, beautiful Carrie Washington. She was a hot chick in there. She was always smoking a cigarette. And she would come and visit him at his office. And they were like old friends, I think maybe childhood friends. And she, she would come back and she was hot, mm-hmm. like hot tamale. And the guy saw it, he was like, I see what you're doing, boy. Like, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you this. He was like, basically, she's not really good for you right now. She, he was like, you can chase all the, the tail and women all you want to. And he was saying like this, like, don't chase women, chase money. And the women going to be there. Always. But if you chase a lot of money, you gonna if you chase women, you're going to lose a lot, a lot of, of money. money. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that always stuck with me. Ancient Chinese proverb. Because <laughs> it's like this, when you got your shit together... Bro, oh, women come a dime a dozen. Uh, women, when a man with a plan and vision, women just love that shit. They they immediately fall in line. They fall in line with that shit. Like they understand. Like women, I feel naturally want to be led. Yeah, yeah. And by me, by me, I'm I'm a different type of nigga. I'm a different type of man in regards to. And I would say I'm kind of a hybrid mentally because my foundation is traditional, dealing okay. with uh, marriage and stuff like that. But I have to have a certain type of woman that I vibe with in order for me to even fix my mouth up about marriage. But I can't really do that if I don't have my shit or ducks in a row to a certain level. Because I think if you go into it without, mm-hmm. you create... No, it's like the blind leading the blind. <sighs> yeah. Well, especially if you're a man that wants to lead. And it's within me to lead. Uh-huh. I'm not a fucking follower. So it's like... In order for her to like really trust in me and even mm-hmm. even in my masculinity, like I have to have my shit together. Mm-hmm. So it's like even with dealing with women, I don't really like. Don't get it twisted. There are women out here, and there's certain women that I vibe with. It's certain women that I'm super attracted to, but in the back of my head, I'm like, maybe we shouldn't even go down this road because it'll be self sabotage. Because I'm not at a place that really can fit in a relationship right now. So let me take my time in order to get myself together where if I wanted to start something with, with you and know, it's something mutual, where to be more of a smooth selling ride instead of, instead of a bumpy road. Because I think oftentimes today women are, from my perspective, women are not looking for a bumpy road. They're looking for like a easy takeoff and an easy landing, you know? I mean, but the thing with like, but the thing about it, our relationship is never going to be easy and like, we as individuals, you like women or men, like you looking for a finished product and nobody's a finished product. Like we're all going through our own journey through life. We're going through our ups and our downs, um, unlearning shit, learning new shit. Like, so for somebody to expect you to be a finished product and your current state, that doesn't, that, that's, that's unreasonable to me. Yeah. And, and you go, you, you, with that type of mentality, you might end up alone because like what, you're, you're waiting for perfection and nobody really marries their Prince Charming or their Cinderella. And I think that's that's a. Uh, I think a lot of women come to the realization, like, even if they haven't, that there is no perfect man out here. Not a one. <laughs> there is no perfect man out here, and what Der- you want, like, Derrick Jackson might have been portraying one, but you saw how that went for him. And the thing is, um, I know I'm not perfect, but I know once I get to a certain place in life, by me having a certain foundation, by me. Th- uh, having a certain type of mindset 
I'm a I'm a different type of nigga. I'm a different type <laughs> of dude where it's like Talk your shit, my nigga. No, I'm just being honest because um I'm a good dude. It's just I'm kind of rough around the edges. I I, I can attest you to being a good nigga. You're a good dude. You're a good man. Oh no, it might think you got a biased opinion. No, no. Believe me, I'm the. I feel like I'm one of the more rational people on earth. I can try to understand somebody's viewpoint, and I I can say from the bottom of my heart, this is a good man. Appreciate it. Um. So, but I would be like a um. More, I think more sharpened once I get in my lane and get in my passion and stuff mm-hmm. like that, where it, it would be easier to navigate dating and women. Cause with women, like they cost time and money and energy. And I feel like I don't want to put all of that into you when I need to start putting that shit to myself in order to build myself up to a certain level, because that'll be the downfall of relationship. Especially if you consider it like, Relationships and, and, and marriage, that's like a business. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I think, yeah, it's, it's dope at times you have some women that see potential and stuff like that within you. Um, I feel like those women are rare. They're rare. Um, some it, It's a double-edged sword because sometimes you can have a woman that's, that sees potential in you, but she'll come in and try to dictate how you should move in your life. And I've been through that before, and I'm like, you can't control me. In uh, regards to They want you to do this Dude I'm like That's yeah. not really me Yeah yeah like manipulative Yeah that type of thing I Yeah yeah you can have You can have a good Good spirit and a good heart But you have to let that man Be a man in regards to He needs to find What he's looking for Within his life And his passions And where he wants to go with it mm-hmm. And that's why I tell women like Don't tether yourself to me Because I'm in a chaotic state Right now <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just being honest I've always known myself As a person and I would tell them that. And they, even if you can like, like, it's something different about LaVert. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But I'm just being honest with you. Because there's some days where it's like I be so focused and honed in of like trying to move a certain way and trying to be better in life where it's like you can, I can forget you. And it's not really forgetting you. It's just I'm putting more focus into this where you feel like you might be uh, feel neglected. And yeah, at the time, yeah, it can feel like I'm neglecting you, but it's more of. I have to be whole within myself in order to add to you. Exactly. Exactly. Like if I, I, and I, I say like the one big thing about that I try and do in my relationship and I try and make sure my wife is also like uh, knowing about it is like she has to be her best self because her best self is like, that's the best for me mm-hmm. and, and vice versa. Like mm-hmm. if you're stressed out or going through something that's taken away from our relationship. Yeah. So like, just like making sure that you're the best self so you could be the best self for your partner. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just, that's just, how I'll be thinking on things like, let me finish doing what I got to do in order to make sure my picture, like my puzzled picture, like it's different puzzles that I'm putting together. <laughs> your Picasso. Let me make sure that shit has no fucking holes in it where it's like you can add to the picture instead of me still trying to figure this shit out and still trying to worry about your feelings and shit like that. Yeah. Still trying to, in <laughs> emotions. Because when I start taking time away from myself and putting it into you, then I'm doing a disservice to myself because mm. I'm not, I'm an unfinished product. And that's just me, me being honest as on a pod or as a man, like that's just my story that I'm going through right now. Like, yeah, yeah there are, there are women like that I find attractive, and I, I'm not a I'm not a person that finds every woman attractive. It's certain it's certain women that I just vibe with, and I just love their energy. No, even, like I love their aura, like something about them. Just because you find, and just because you find somebody attractive doesn't mean when you fuck them. Like somebody, no. like if somebody's beautiful and attractive, like that that's fine, that's understandable. Wanting to progress beyond that, that's a whole different other thing. Yeah, so um, that's just my journey right now, yeah. and um. That's just it is what it is. Hey, you know? man. I mean, I mean, it sounds like you 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 have a vision on where your journey is going, mm-hmm. and like uh, like the plan on how it's outlined. Mm-hmm. And, and I think like a, that's good because a lot of people like we talked about it, like a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people just living life day to day. Yeah, and I would I would say it's not it's the the no plan future in mind. the plan is not fully put together. It's just me trying different things in order to figure shit out. Yeah. And oftentimes that could be stressful within it own within itself where it's like there's days I just don't feel like talking to people. Like 
there's just days I don't want people in my space. There's just days just leave me the fuck alone. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so it's, it's like, a, but I think it's about finding the right person that understands that about you. Yeah, it doesn't take that of doesn't take offense to that when you get in that type of when you feel that type of way. I say like, uh, you talking to a girl, right? Y'all probably talking every day or whatever. And then it's just some days where I'm not a person that just like to text for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, there's usually a reason where I want to text you, and I'm only probably going to text you because I miss you or like I want to see you. Like to me, I don't do like a lot of. Or if I'm trying to connect, uh, like with friends, or whatever, I send like memes or whatever, just to pass the day or whatever, like just to connect with people on that level. Yeah. But if I'm texting you, um, it's it, usually like, hey, it's with intention. Intention. I want to see yeah. you. Like uh, I miss your energy or something like that. Like that's yeah. that's the way I text. And even with that, like, um, let's start t- talking about like um, different love languages, whatever. One of my key love mm-hmm. I don't know if, even if you call it a love language But I love communication <laughs> I'm all about communication Like to me I think you you become even more close And when you, you guys communicate On a deeper level than surface shit Okay What is it like uh, what, is, what are the four languages It's like What are the four lang- love languages Like quality time Acts of service um, Touch or affection mm-hmm. And then something else that I'm completely forgetting But it sounds like yours is like quality time Yeah it's quality time it's definitely quality time, and um, I feel like I can't even like exercise that type of love language because I'm still trying to figure shit out. Yeah, even mm. within life and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, some days like even even some friends that hit me, I'm like, I don't feel like texting, so I'm not gonna text you back. <laughs> um, it is what it is, bro. Cause like it's it'd be it's be a lot of shit going on in my head, and um, I'm just I'm going through it right now. Yeah. I guess you like love shown to you through quality time. I guess how do you show love to your partner then? Because I feel like sometimes those are, those can be different. It but, I think it depends on um, I think learning her and seeing what yeah. her love language is. Okay, to see if you vibe on that level, and so that's a whole process on its own. But I would definitely love being with somebody like where, like I have my guy friends, but I love having deep conversations with women, especially the girl that I'm with. That she can actually understand who I am as a person. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes we in relationships, but you don't even really know who the fuck this, this person is. Ooh, that's scary. That's scary. Nah, it's the reality. Like, <laughs> with me, if I'm in a relationship, that's one thing. Like, I'm committed. Um, I'm definitely a person. I, I think we had a, I think it was last week. They were talking about the whole Steve Harvey situation about, like, women and men, platonic uh, uh, friendships yeah, and shit yeah, like not, that. Yeah, not being able to be friends. Um. I definitely more agree with Steve Harvey and a lot of people, they have different opinions of it. And I think both opinions can be true. You can have a platonic relationship with a woman or you can have with, with a woman that doesn't have like any sexual vibe or something with that shit. Yeah. But you can also have a platonic relationship with a woman that you are attracted to. And that's fine. And if the opportunity presented itself, you would take partake in what was presented. But I mean that goes back like he, it, the what Steve sounded like he like he had no self control and like it, that's that's not the case like we can have a relationship with an attractive woman, but have self control and not take it there. Yeah, um, I think he was being more honest of like how the. I think most men are made up in regards to we, what I would say quote unquote hunters or whatever. Yeah. Like me, if, if I consider myself attractive, I'm a sexy motherfucker when I want to be. And I'm around other attractive women. Like, it's a certain vibe you give off. It's Mr. Studio Girl. I said sniper. Uh, a stickman. Sniper. <laughs> it's, you have a certain vibe about yourself. Like, even I think it come across older women. They was talking to me like, like, Vert, like, you got a different vibe. Like, when I was working or whatever, like, and she would say, like, all the women talk about you. I'm like, what do you mean? She was like, just the way you carry yourself, just the way you dress, and you be smelling good with the cologne and shit. I'm like, that's just how I like to flow. Like, it's nothing about it. She's like, no. <laughs> because then I had to take a step back, because there are weird guys that just don't know how to fucking converse True. with a woman. True. And it's, I'm always a, a guy that's like, where women going to feel comfortable with me, because it's nothing <laughs> weird. I mean... I have my kinks and shit, but when I'm talking to a woman and conversing with her, yeah. I always want to make her feel comfortable. comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Comfortable. Being a rapport with a woman. No no woman has given up the pussy when she was not comfortable. Of course not. So, there you go. Of course not. So, it's like I flow in a certain way. 
And even by saying that, by me being a, a guy that women can find themselves comfortable with, <laughs> I got to say this, like, the woman I end up with, she definitely got to be fucking confident within me and within herself. Because mm-hmm. if she have, like, those insecurities where she can't trust me, this shit will never work. Woo! Because if she get jealous, because even the way I feel, like, it could be like the, like, Jim and I, we are, like, flirty people. And we can flirt, but it doesn't mean we're trying to fuck or whatever. Damn, y'all flirty people? Yeah, we're flirty people. I ain't, eh. But the thing is, even if I value you within that relationship, what I do is I pull back my flirty energy from other women, and I just want to put all the energy more often into you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's the type of communication we got to have, the type of foundation, exactly. the foundation where we build. Communication. Communication with each other was like, that's how I flow. Because with me, like... <laughs> I can have friends or, or quote unquote girlfriends, but if I'm in a relationship and I have respect for her, I'm not fucking texting them late at night and shit like that. Yeah, or, <laughs> you exactly, know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like, like they they know you know y'all have understanding. You don't text me past seven or seven o'clock. Exactly, o'clock. Nah. exactly. Even, even with that, like, I'm more of an open book, and sometimes it can be bad to be an open book with somebody who has insecurities because it builds on more insecurities. And trust me, I know because I went through that shit. Ooh, we nah. Nah, I'm for real, cause like no, for real, you can you can like, hey, um, say like you, uh, was with this person, whatever, like, hey, this is the person that you used to mess around with, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I, I could be open book like that, or sometimes I've learned like, nah, just keep that shit to yourself because you don't know how she's gonna take it. It happens like that, but I don't ever want to get into a certain situation where it's like me and her are flowing in a relationship. And then she can meet somebody And then it comes out of the blue Like oh yeah that, you, that, you just be a girl Like Levert used to mess around with And then she found out about that shit And now she don't trust me So I'd rather come out With the honest truth about yeah. it Usually You know what I'm saying Cause I float yeah. a certain way But She has to be confident enough Within herself And within me Like Oh I know Levert He's a flirt or whatever But that's that nigga is my nigga Exactly <laughs> You know what I'm saying But if she has She, she might even get off in that Like I mean some women do Hey but when you have somebody that has insecurity, it's like, oh, what you was doing, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like after that moment in time, like <laughs> in within your relationship, it's always, oh, who you talking to? Who is this? Who is that? Blah, blah, blah. Asking questions and like you ain't getting interrogated. You ain't did shit. The worst thing is for somebody to fucking accuse you of some shit that you didn't do or you had no intention to do. And then it becomes a snowball effect and it becomes a, like you living your life in a fucking loop. <laughs> That is the fucking worst. Yeah, it's like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. So, like I said, like yeah, the woman I end up with, she definitely got to be confident within herself and within me. Shit. But I will say, if there is a group of people that cannot be friends, it's actually women. Women cannot be friends, but we are gonna say that for a whole other podcast. Oh, really? We'll talk about it another day. <laughs> really? Nah. But uh, nah. Oh, let's get into our ain't shit motherfucker of the week. You got anybody? I didn't have one last week, but I should have said this motherfucker last week. Talk about it. That my ain't shit motherfucker of the week is motherfucking Omni Man on Invincible. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> what? Come on, Mark. Talk to bruh, me, Mark. Bro, you got me into this shit. At first, I was like, you know, usually I'm the person that recommends shows or whatever. But you got me. Look, I was. Bruh. When I started watching, I was I was like, "Damn, Marcus really put me onto this shit." Like, it's called Invincible. You're welcome. In- Invincible on Amazon Prime. It's a dope ass anime show. One of the best cartoons I've ever seen in my life. One of the realest. <laughs> one of the most gruesome. One of the most brutal. Oh man! If you like that type of shit, check it out. Um, I'm glad you like. And I don't think fucking Amazon Prime has ever missed on a show like the shows we watch, like The Expanse. Shout out to Expanse. Like, love that show. Um. I don't think they've ever missed. Yeah, they put out real quality shit. Real quality. If it's if it's made by Amazon Prime, are they backing it? Oh, it's, it's definitely gonna be dope. Yep. So I'm watching this shit. I watched the um, season finale because <laughs> it was like six, seven episodes. Eight. It was eight episodes. So the season finale had fucking Omni Man. He finally revealed himself. And I'm gonna take I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a step back and say like I knew what was gonna transpire because I've been watching these YouTube videos uh-huh. of people going within the comics and shit like that. So I knew what was gonna transpire. I knew that. He was bullshitting from the get go, and you can you can see it throughout um, the um, season yeah. one. Like yeah. he definitely killed the motherfuckers, but you didn't know like why he did it. Coded language and shit. Yeah, and you was wondering why he was trying to keep everything a secret from his wife and his son or whatever. And I knew um, like within the story, how many man is what you call quote unquote alien? He's called a Viltrumite, 
And the story he told his son was because his, his son was growing up and he finally um, grew up to a certain age um, where he achieved his powers. He's a hybrid between a human and a Viltrumite because Omni Man is a Viltrumite and the, the woman is a human. Mm-hmm. So um, Invincible, which his name is Mark within the story, he got his powers. He's going through like um, all his trials or whatever, like being a superhero and stuff like that. His superhero puberty or whatever. Yeah, while being in high school and stuff like that. And so it's finally revealed from like I think it happened episode one was episode one episode two where Omni Man ended up killing these guardians which if you're talking about like guardians like let's say they're like the Avengers in the MCU these group of superheroes that protect the world and stuff like that and you was wondering like why the fuck is he killing people like (laughs) he killed every last one of them because within the Vitramites they're pretty much like the most strongest out of everybody they would kill you like they're the most resistant and shit like that so um Top flight secured of the they, they universe. Pretty, he pretty much killed all the Avengers. <laughs> and we thought, like, was it mind control or something? What what the fuck is going on? But by me knowing, like, and did the research within the comics, I was like, I know he on some fuck shit. I just want them to reveal it. As instead of his him being an alien coming to save the planet, he's pretty much coming to pretty much enslave the planet. <laughs> like that's what the races do. They go out and <laughs> they populate the worlds and they pretty much say Hey, if you want us our protection, you're gonna have to give up your um freedom. Your freedom, your your plan and everything, like your resources and stuff in order to get our technology and stuff like that. So I knew that was coming. <laughs> so when Mark finally realized it, he was like, Mark was like, I'm a f- I grew up in this shit. This is my plan, this is my home. The only man was like, Man, nigga, fuck all of this shit. He was like, fuck these humans, they are fucking insignificant. He was like, You're gonna live way beyond these motherfuckers. They're fucking insects. <laughs> Like the worst part about Omni Man, he was like he called uh, Mark's mom. mom a fucking pet, his wife. <laughs> and what are the fucked up part is like the mom is listening to this whole conversation, Oof. like behind the scenes because they had like this little uh, this um, base or whatever, it's army base or whatever, or like special forces base, and they listen to the whole conversation. And Mark is like devastated or whatever, and he's trying to stop his father. And it's like when you look at fucking Viltrumites, the thing is about Viltrumites, they become stronger. The older that they are mm-hmm. So the pretty much The oldest Viltrumite Is the strongest Out of everybody Yep So that's why There's power levels Where it's like Mark he just got his powers He's still like an adolescent Yeah yeah He, he a baby small Yeah So Mark trying to Fight him out You know what I'm saying Like it's like A little kid trying to But that nigga Was getting his ass Little Whooped <laughs> Whooped Only man just Flick his ass And like he, he fly to different cities and shit and my nigga, I was like, no, stop. He's had enough. <laughs> Bruh. Cause he was I think as he was trying to teach his son, like, bro, all this shit you doing trying to say these motherfuckers, he was like, fuck them. Fuck their lives, basically. <laughs> fuck them kids. Fuck, exactly. <laughs> fuck everybody. <laughs> and he was so brutal he was beating the shit out of Mark. Like beating them down. But I think one of the most gruesome scenes is when they took him. Cause it reminded me of like Spider-Man when he t- the the train scene when he had grabbed Mark's head and the train was coming the subway train oh and he slammed the sh- oh. he slammed his head yo look picture like the Spider-Man scene where you know Spider-Man saved the uh, the subway but he was using all his his webbing and shit like that he was trying to keep the train together <laughs> yo I put that shit where you got like. A fucking Spider-Man or something like like a being is putting Spider-Man in front of the fucking train. And the Vitramites are so fucking um invincible. You know what I'm saying? Like they going everybody that he came in contact with that was on the train, like he's pushing them through the train, like the front of the train. And everything is becoming short the short or whatever. So every fucking human that got in the way of Mark fucking splattered. Bro, that shit was like, pure pew, 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 that shit was, was carnage. killing people. Carnage. Killing people And I'm like Bro this is This is so gruesome This shit is so fucked up But I like it <laughs> You know what I'm saying Like Bro that scene right there And I, I, I tried to Like I was trying to get my brother into it He was like Nigga I don't watch fucking cartoons I was like bro But this is a different type Oh did he watch it? Nah he didn't watch it But I was telling him the scene He's like Damn really I might need to check this shit out That's what he told me So <laughs> And you know what and the, the second the second <laughs> fucked up scene is like they had these fighter jets coming out there trying to like uh shoot at mark and shit with the missiles right, military fighter jets <laughs> and so omni man fucking destroying the, the planes and shit but some of the fighter uh he the pilots mark ejected. One of the pilots, yeah. yeah he saved one of the pilots 
And then fucking as Marcus saving the motherfucker, he was like, and he was he was a black pilot too. This was made this <laughs> what hit home for me. He was a black pilot. He was like, Thank you, man. Appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't have to do all that shit that you just did. Marcus was like, no problem, you know what I'm saying? But then the Omni Man like flew down behind him and it was like a fucking <laughs> He flew down behind him and then he he crushed the black the black man's head like like it was nothing. He was like, Mark, I told you these motherfuckers are insignificant. <laughs> In that moment, he was like, nigga, these black lives don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's what that's how I felt. I'm like, motherfucker. Like he saved him and bro. I mean, man, like, he's like, man, fuck these niggas. But- Nah, but Omni Man for me, that nigga ain't look. That nigga ain't shit. If you if you haven't watched it, watch Invincible on Amazon Prime. That's my ain't shit nigga of the fucking week. Omni Man, aka what was it? Nolan Grayson. Nolan Nolan Grayson. Damn. Fuck that nigga. (laughs) Oh man, all right. My ain't shit person of the week. I'm my ain't shit person of the week goes to Keisha Lance Bottoms. So why Keisha? Why Keisha? So yesterday, it was yesterday. I don't know. Yeah, it was yesterday. So yesterday it was reported that Keisha Lance Bottom is not going to run for re-election of the mayor for mayor of Atlanta, and and I'm gonna say, and the reason I guess the reason why she gave me the reason why I'm giving her ain't shit because I began to ask myself, what the hell did Keisha really do for Atlanta in these past four years? And then, and I get the thinking, so she should run again so she could actually do something for the city. But and I, and I, I mean, what, she did fire those cops. That was. Brutalizing those uh, well, No well they, But those cops Got reinstated this week as well Like the cop that shot Richard Brooks in the back Got reinstated this week because, Oh shit But that's a whole nother thing About police unions And qualified immunity He that, got reinstated He got reinstated bro. He, bro But that's a whole nother thing But Damn. I begin to ask Like what the hell Is Keisha really done For the city of Atlanta Cause like People like I think about during COVID Like It's been a running Fucking joke That Atlanta never closed Or Atlanta closed For two weeks like Atlanta, Atlanta and Florida been open the whole entire time. We've been open, open. Like people, people, and like fuck Brian Kemp, his whole squad and his whole motherfucking crew. But people get <laughs> mad at Brian Kemp for like his lack of leadership and like not giving guidance or everything during COVID. But like Keisha put out a statement, but the statement didn't follow with any um, how do you say reinforcement or, or enforcement? Like the club, the clubs, the strip clubs, the malls, the whole goddamn city of Atlanta been open the whole entire motherfucking time. I mean, we did quarantine for about a couple of weeks, maybe a month. But it was like 72 hours. <laughs> it was like 72 hours. It was like, we, you know what, we the, out. The funniest thing, I have, I have, uh, I guess, associates of friends. Um, yeah, they still be promoting the club and shit, and they always be sending me shit. I'm like, bro, like, I haven't been vaccinated yet. I don't even. Yeah, I know y'all promoting this shit, but I'm not coming to this shit. Man, <laughs> like. Where videos a compound with a fucking swimming pool in it, the in the in a motherfucking pandemic with you three thousand people dying a day. I saw that shit. Uh, I kind of wanted to go there tonight, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you, I didn't though. But like you, you, you might as well just go in the Wuhan, China, and call the you. You was at the origin. Well, I think we always had like the the running joke of like uh, Atlanta. The vaccine is in the the hookahs. Oh, I said the. <laughs> it said the hookahs and the hot wings and the wings. And you know what? Uh, I'll be thinking sometimes it, it has some validity to that statement because I've been smoking hookah this entire time and I never contacted COVID, but you didn't got that shit. Shout out to the people who, who in the hookah game. Uh, pag me the hookah. Shout out to my hookah friends. Uh, y- y'all, look, hookah is life. Shout out to Dutch Masters. Shout hookah out to life. Roman Love. Shout out to Lana. Like, we, it's hookah life, bro. Like, <laughs> Hey, but like I say, but uh, I, I never got COVID this entire time, bro. He, he ain't been in these streets. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've been in these streets. But and you I wa- ain't really been in them streets, right? I want to even talk about how I got COVID because it's gonna piss me the fuck off again. But nah, but my ain't shit person of the week, Keisha Lance Bottom. You should run again so you can actually do something for the city of Atlanta ne- in your next term. I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. When it comes to Keisha, um, I love Keisha, and the reason I love Keisha. It's not even about her politics because I don't even know anything about her politics, to be honest with you. Why are you voting for her? <laughs> Talk to me. Keep, uh, keep it real. Keep it real. Why are you voting for her? The reason I voted for Keisha, <laughs> and it's so <laughs> fucked up. I'm going to just be, as a man, 
Like she just Beautiful Fine as shit damn. She wifey God like, damn Shout out to Keisha Like Keisha I don't know what the fuck You talking about If you wanna run again You stick in my vote But the only reason You get my vote Cause you fucking gorgeous I want Keisha to run again So she can actually do something For the city people, of Atlanta people, this time Instead of doing lip service look, people, again People can say That's so fucked up Like you really need to Look at her policies or whatever And I'm like bro Like <sighs> <laughs> All right, I'm just being honest. I mean, you being honest. I mean, people. That's unfortunately politics. Ain't it's not about a um, policy game. I'm like, look at like, uh, say Trump or whoever. Like, I I, I guarantee you, some politicians that's out there that they just attractive, and you like, like when they talk, I don't even know what the fuck you saying. I'm just looking at your lips right now, or I'm looking at this. Like men and women, like they find Barack Obama sexy or whatever. Exactly. So they like this nigga's definitely getting my vote. <laughs> like, Bro, it's politics has always been that way. Like they, the the more a better looking or attractive person is always the one that's going to, I guess, get more people on their side. Just because people, unfortunately, politics is it's not about a politics is not about policy. It's more of a popularity contest. Yeah, and so. By me being, I'm just being brutally honest. Keisha got them sweater puppies. That's what got you. I think I saw her one day and she's rocking this dress. What I was like, by the curve. Oh, it was the ass for it was the ass for him. You got you got my <laughs> vote by the curves. That was it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucked up. I, look, I know oh, it's fucked man. up, but as a man, like, that's all I was really looking at, or I wasn't really listening to her. <laughs> I'm being honest. Oh man, I I. Imagine this. Imagine the most beautifulest woman you know. She's running for president of the United States. All right? Uh-huh. But she's got Hitlerist politics or beliefs. You voting for her? You going to think about it at the ballot. I mean, who's she running for? All right, we out. <laughs> <laughs> We out. We done. We done. We done. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of the Real Creators Collab. Something to think about. (laughs) This your boy Marcus, aka what uh, Dogecoin Daddy, the Bitcoin Big Papa. This your boy Levert, aka the Misinformed, aka the Fucked Up, aka the Brutally Honest, (laughs) aka Sweet Dick Willie, (laughs) aka maybe a borderline neo Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) We fuck it out, bro.